you were looking for career advice from a career coach and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army, you'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast career competition is fierce if you're a director a vp or an executive this podcast is for you this is the executive career upgrades podcast and this is your host tim madden all right let's get started for today actually let me bring let me bring christina in here i don't know why i'm keeping her over there Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Executive Career Career Upgrades Podcast with your host and co-host now, Tim Madden and Christina Madden. Hey, if you don't know us, we help those targeting six figures or multiple six figures find jobs they love quickly. We go live each week inside the Executive Career Network. Hey, if you've been following us for a little bit, you know we're the biggest group of directors, VPs, and executives in America and abroad. Check us out. Several, several thousand members. If you're watching in the ECN right now, say hi below. And we also stream to everywhere on the internet. We're streaming to LinkedIn. We're streaming to YouTube right now. Then we upload it to iTunes, Spotify, basically everywhere you can upload it on the internet. Hey, do me a favor. Leave me a review over on iTunes if you get, because me and Christina have a special topic for you today. And the topic that we're talking about that we're going to get into today, the art of salary negotiation, right? while not losing the offer. So all things before, after, how you feel, that's what you're talking about. That's what we're talking about today. Hey, huge congrats before we get started too. We've had so many offers, too many to count inside the Executive Career Upgrades program this year already. Hey, this week though, a special shout out to the Salesforce exec. We just helped land a massive role inside another company. Um, Not going to say his name yet. Going to make sure everything's finalized. You know who you are. Hey, if you want, if you haven't got a copy of our guide, the salary negotiation guide, that's a 20 page book of exactly what to do before the interview, (laughs) during the interview, how to negotiate your salary, proven templates, frameworks, et cetera. Here's what you got to do to get it. Stop being stingy with me on iTunes, right? So if you want a copy of this book, which took me and Christina and our whole team like a month to create and make it look all pretty. Leave me a review on iTunes. I will send you this book. If you don't know how to leave a review, email me at tim at execupgrades.com. I'll show you how, and then I will make sure you get a copy of the guide. So without further ado, oh no, there's one more thing. Sorry, Christina. As always, if you feel you need help in your career, go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast to truly have you know a conversation that you likely have never had about your career on how to upgrade it quickly. All right, episode 30, The Art of Salary Negotiation. Hey, so here's the deal. We're going to talk about taxes in a few minutes. But first, I really think we need to talk about a couple things that are so important. The first thing I wanted to talk about is money. Here's what I know about money from one of our good mentors, right? Everybody wants more of it, but no one wants to talk about it. Christina, why is this? Why does everyone want more money, but no one wants to talk about it? No one wants to talk about how much money they make or don't make, or they don't want to talk about money with their family. Why is this? 
Oh man, you guys are lucky because I just got off a coaching call where we were just, we were talking about salary and self-worth and money, money, money. So I'm super pumped up about this topic. Um, you know, I think a lot of it can come from, you know, the way we're raised and the people we surround ourselves with. Like, were those, are those people uncomfortable with talking about money? And slowly that just kind of crept into like who we are. We're just, is, is money a touchy, weird subject? Like, are we open with it? Um, and a lot of people aren't. Um, I also think when you start breaking into the six figures or high six figures and, and uh, really expanding and growing in your career, fear of success starts popping up. People get really uncomfortable with large numbers. And I'll just give you an example. So like when we get an application for somebody to come in and, and have one of these great calls that Tim's talking about, I'll often see, hey, I'm making 250. I'm now targeting 200. Or uh, there's some interesting psychology with what comes up on our calls as well, uh, where people are just really settling. And um, a lot of times it's because you're looking to escape a certain uh, you know, job that you hate and it's toxic and you're, you're just, you're ready to jump out of there and, and down. settle. And so I think that's where it starts. Uh, you know, money can get a little uncomfortable and a little scary. And um, yeah, that, that's, that's how I feel about you, it. You know, too, even when our clients get new roles. So we've had a couple clients already this year that have had like, you would not believe if I started telling you how it all panned out, but we have clients who get 150% increase and we do one-on-one -on -one coaching and group calls and we like to celebrate these every Tuesday, right? With our community of who got placed where, et cetera. And you know, more times than not, people don't even want to share. We had a person results, not typical, but they can happen who got 150% increase and said, Tim, I'm a little embarrassed. I don't want to bring this up. And I'm like, let's celebrate. Right. Hey, if you get a 50K increase, a 75K increase, a 50K sign on bonus, 100% relocation package, let's talk about it. Let's celebrate. Let's not hide it from the group, hide it from the community, hide it from our friends. Guys, if, if me and Christina, we talk about money all the time. If we close big deals, if we really help someone do whatever, we talk about it all the time. And I talk about it with my family and friends. I'm like, this is awesome. Why would you not celebrate that? Why would you keep that celebration to yourself? What is celebration for? It's meant to be shared with other people. And if you're worried what other people might think, guys, you need some new friends. Mm -hmm. And here's another thing too we want to talk about before we get into a couple of tactics. If you don't know how to do what we're about to talk about for whatever reason, you have an obligation to yourself and to your family to learn this. If you are not in the career that you want to be, you need to learn this. If you don't know how to talk about money and how to talk about, find out what their budget is, find out how far they're willing to go without losing the offer, you need to learn this. Your inability to learn this, you could lose, if you're listening to this podcast, you could probably lose a million dollars over the course of your career, maybe two or three million. Mm -hmm. So Christina, talk about, because I know like self-worth comes up here all the time. You know, it's something we talk about with our clients all the time, and they don't think of that like moral and ethical obligation to myself and my family to make sure I have the skills needed to go get, you know, what what I deserve. Yeah. Um, and hey, guys, this is kombucha. It looks like beer, but it's a, a fancy kombucha from next door. But self-worth and self-esteem is, is, self is so tied into this. And uh, it's because... It, you know, self-esteem so heavily influences our decisions and our choices, you know, in our life. Um, in other words, it serves a, a motivational function uh, and it, it really makes us more or less likely to take care of ourselves and explore our, our full potential. And 
that's what we're talking about here, exploring our full potential. What does that mean? Okay, so we have money. We're talking about money and, and the great jobs and, and all the impact we can have. Well, before Tim gets into tactics, we wanted to talk about what, what money really means. And it means different things to different people, right? So um, how you can really reverse engineer this whole process is say, hey, what is the kind of life I want to live? What kind of impact do I want to have? And what kind of resources is that going to take? And I'm talking about thinking really big here, guys. I'm talking about thinking about how can I contribute to my church? How can I contribute to my community? What am I leaving behind for my children? Is, is legacy involved in this? And then you can get into some fun things. Hey, what kind of car do I want to drive? What kind of home do I want to live in? What, 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 how much do I want in my savings account? What does that number look like? Yeah, I mean, I have some clients that you know keep a spreadsheet about this. What is it actually going to take for me to, to live in New York City if I want to live in New York City? And so you have to reverse engineer the whole thing from that. And it's like, okay, well, that lifestyle is going to take X amount of money. Now I can really say, like, I don't want to settle from this. Um, and we can reverse engineer the whole process. And you really have a duty to do this for yourself or else what are we doing with our life, right? And money is resources. And again, we talk about Grant Cardone a lot. Um, and that's what money is to him. That's what money is to him. It is resources, access to better food, access to better education. Um, and so when, when we get into talking about money, that's what we are talking about. Yeah. Hey, by the way, what do you need money for? Kind of drawing a blank. Do you need money to uh, have a car, uh, to rent or own a house, to take a trip, to send your kids to a good school, to buy the purse you want, the shoes you want, to go on a fishing trip with your friends, to take your family on vacation? If you yeah. don't value yourself, back to self-worth for a sec, if you don't think you're good at what you do and you don't have the taxing strategies to be successful, if you don't truly value yourself, why should anyone else? This is the, you know, before we get into to the tactics part, even with the clients, we always start on mindset because what we like to say is you need three things to be successful. Of course, you need the skill set, which most people don't, don't have, which is why we exist. You need to have the right daily habits, of course, because with the skill set, you need to be able to do it. But do you believe that you're valuable and do you even believe that it's going to happen for you? Because if not, does it matter your skill set and you're not going to have any habits because you're not going to do anything because I don't think it's going to work anyway. So one of the biggest things when people get into salary negotiations, I don't want to ask for that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Guys, your worth should be so high. You shouldn't even be able to put a number on it. It's really your internal, you know, measure. It's, it's how you measure yourself regardless of what other people say, say to you or think about you. This is where you, no matter who said, oh, you're crazy to start a business or you're, you're never going to make that much. You're crazy to target that company. You're never going to get it. Your self-worth is your ability to measure how you feel about what you can do and achieve no matter what is said to you or what the world has told you. You have to get beyond that. So I encourage everybody listening out there, either do this as homework or drop it in the chat. When you hear the words self-worth, what are the first three thoughts that come to mind about that? And get curious about it. And if those need reshaped, that's really where you have to start before you can even go after this amazing new job offer. Because guess what, too? This whole ability to, to practice this and start thinking about this shows up at the interview and it shows up at the negotiation conversation. It shows up, it shows up, it shows up. It's part of who you yeah. are. So you doubt yourself? It. Absolutely. If you doubt yourself, how do you think that's going to go? Right. And the other thing we just recently worked with two, you know, we work with a wide array of professionals, right? We recently worked with two in the past 60 days who had just owned their own businesses for 20 years. 
And they basically said, hey, I sold my business. I haven't really been in corporate America ever. Is this ever going to happen for me? They were like, you know, successful entrepreneurs who own businesses, and they never thought they were going to get another job as well. Needless to say, one offer was 225. The other was 300. Never been in corporate America before. 90% of the thoughts going through your brain are going to direct you into the opposite direction where you want to go. I want to put, it wants to pull you into an average state of mind and a, a place of doubt. That's what your brain will do. Your thoughts. So you have to watch them. And it's so hard to change them. Mm -hmm. Of course, because here's why we keep having those repeating thoughts. Okay. And if we can't keep having those repeated thoughts, we're going to get the same repeated results. People highly underestimate doing a little bit in a different direction over time, how much, you know, back on track you could be to achieving your, your, your goals, hopes, and aspirations. Because I was just reading a book with one of my other coaches. He um, wanted me to, it's amazing. It's called Atomic Habits, by the way. And the first chapter talks about if you're on a plane going from LA to New York City, and that plane is off course by 1%. You, you know where you'll end up just off 1%. Imagine in your life making a 1% change. Most people try to do it so drastic, but let's just talk about a 1% to 3% change over 90 days, just massive results. So let's get into a little bit of the tactics and strategies, which I know we want to talk about. Well, let, me, hey. let, me share, let me share one more thing just real quick. So when I was just speaking to this group of people, there was approximately, let's say, 30 people I was talking to. And I said, hey, just raise your hand. If you know the number that you're targeting with your salary, B, you believe you can achieve it, and C, you're not going to settle. I don't know if I said one, two, three, or ABC, but guess what? Out of nearly 30 people, there were three people that raised their hand out of that. And that was just so alarming to me, guys. Like, let's let's dial this down a bit. Like, let's quit spinning. Let's get some help. Like, let's figure out what you're worth and why you're doubting yourself. So just goes to show that just goes to show, you know, people are so in their head and they're just holding back. <clears throat> the reason we wanted to talk about this first, if you guys are like, hey, guys, Tim and Christina, get to the point, because here's the thing. If I share with you the tactics and strategies, but you don't believe you're valuable, you don't know your self-worth, you don't have a moral obligation to yourself to see your, your potential. You don't have all these things. It ain't going to work. You know, Tony Robbins says something like 93% of communication, you know, of, of the hundred percent of communication, 7% is the words. Hey, 93%. You, go ahead. If you do find yourself settling, like let's say this scenario where I was talking about the beginning of the call, Hey, I just got to get out of this toxic job of it is just settle for whatever. I mean, you'd have to be really excited about the company for this not to happen, but let's say you're 90 days into the job you're not being compensated fairly or what you think you're worth that's just going to lead to more toxicity because that exchange of currency for skill you just begin to feel that once you're really rocking and rolling in that role and you're just going to feel the same you know if you just keep settling and that's the cycle people are stuck in they're settling again they're settling against that one percent you keep doing it keep doing it before you know it, 30 years has passed and you're, you're the potential you wanted to explore is starting to, to pass you by so you've got to stay in control absolutely so, hey, tactics, when does salary negotiation start? It starts before you even talk to anybody. How's your resume look? How's your LinkedIn profile look? Does it look like a leader? Does it look like someone who's going to take over an organization, lead a big team, have a bunch of results? How do you do on the first call with the vetting call with the hiring manager, or the recruiter or the team or anything? So remember, these action strategies we're going to share 
a lot of it is dependent upon how do you look on paper? How did you navigate professionally this whole interview process? That is absolutely going to be directly correlated to how much negotiation power you have at the end. Because there's a couple different offers. Offer number one, we didn't really find anyone else. Let's hire Christina. Let's tell her we're going to give her 175. Offer number two, I think she'll do a good job. Let's offer her, you know, 190. Christina has a killer resume, killer background, aced every single interview. We have to have her. She has a couple. We got to move quickly. Let's give her what's the budget. It's 220. Uh, can we go a little higher? Let's send her that. You guys not think that happens in corporate America? If you're listening to this podcast right now, you probably know you, you've hired people before. You know, if the range is a 150 to 200, you know what you're offering people. Typically, what you think they're worth in the marketplace. And sometimes you get people that you present an offer to that you think are worth 150, and sometimes it's 200. So get your resume and LinkedIn upgraded. You know, we can do that there. There's plenty of good writers. Make sure you have interview tactics and strategies. Make sure you're branding yourself in the best way possible. If you're listening to this, this could cost you anywhere from 20K to 200K by just having some additional support on this. Now, what you've all been waiting for, okay? When you get the offer, when you get the offer, here's what I always do regardless of if I'm super excited or it came below what I thought. If the recruiter, HR, talent acquisition, decision maker called you and said, hey, Christina, we're gonna offer you insert details here. Here's what you do, okay? You say, thank you, you use excitement. Christina, thank you so much for that offer. I can't wait to come on board. I love the interview process and everything. Hey, I'm going to, you know, get with my significant other if I have one and I'll call you at the end or I'll get with you um, by the end of today. And I look forward to working together. So just buy yourself a little bit of time to number one, take a breath. Okay. Because most of you right now are probably not equipped um, as you should be to try to handle this over the phone. So I highly recommend email, which by the way, we almost do negotiations through email 95% of the time over here at ECU. We've just had a lot more success. So remain excited. Tell me you can't wait to come on board. Tell me that you're going to talk to your significant other, friend, family member, somebody about how excited you are. You're going to get back with them by the end of the day. Now, if you leave me a review over on iTunes, and again, if you don't know how, go to tim at execupgrades.com. After you've left the review, email me, and I'll give you the 20-page book, which gives you the templates and, and everything's included. But the key phrase you're looking for, no matter what you're asking for to negotiate at the end is da-da-da-da-da, here's why I deserve more, et cetera. Here's what you're looking for, your, your challenges, how I can resolve on market research. We negotiate deals a lot of different ways. But at the end, we always say one more thing. If I put this out, it's probably going to come up to hiring managers, but oh, well, they're going to be like, did you get that from Tim? So hey, either way, at the end, you say, hey, I don't want compensation to stand in the way of us partnering together to do something to grow this department, fix these inefficiencies, meet your strategic goals, whatever you feel is most appropriate. Hey, I'd be happy to get on the phone to talk through this. But let me tell you, 90% of the time, they're gonna try to, to do it through email. 
And that's really important to repeat back, like he said, the pain points. So working together to solve that, that, X, Y, Z, whatever you guys talked about during the interview process and what are those pain points and drive them home again during that, you know, part of the conversation. We were just talking about this, you know, we won't get into interviewing, but you have to be a good at interviewing. You have to know their pain points. We were just talking about this on the group call yesterday. You know, so many people don't do a good job pulling out those pain points. So let's spend a couple minutes talking about that. If you go to the gym, if I go to the gym right now and I walk in and say, I want, you know, so, someone walks in, actually, I'm the, I'm the rep, right? Hey, what brought you into the gym today? Well, I want to get in shape. Yeah. Well, why do you want to get in shape now? Well, I just want to feel better, feel better. Why do you want to feel better? Why well, want to feel better? Because I'm going to um, the beach in the summer. I'm taking a trip to Florida. I'm staying in an Airbnb for a couple months. Okay. So why do you want to, you know, so you want to look good on the beach while well, my wife's going and I want to get in better shape. So guess what? Now we've determined there's better shape and there's, I want to look sexy, sexy for my significant other, or maybe I'm single. Right. So then as the rep or as the job seeker, what am I going to include throughout the interview? I know we're talking about gyms now, guys. It's an easy analogy, right? Am I going to follow up with this person or insert? Well, I know you wanted to get in shape. That's not very exciting, right? Hey, Christina, you told me you want to have a sexy body before, uh, you know, summer. So you can go to the beach with your husband and et cetera. See how, right? So, how you that that's why i said you have to be good at interviewing and presenting yourself because you need to be able to know what are they truly looking for and why so you can wrap that back into the salary and negotiation email or talking to them over the phone and do not move forward into that convert in the conversation until you have that even if you have to keep digging and digging and digging like tim just did <clears throat> you know just for just for some of our clients who are looking for jobs and and um that are looking for jobs. It's not, about, it's not always about the job. It's like, oh, okay, you want to relocate to, I don't know, California. You want to... Um, or, I'm at, or I'm at 200 and I want to get to 250. Yeah. No, I get that. Why? why? Well, I want a new house. Uh, what, what is that? I want a new house. Well, what does the house mean? Safety. So you, mm-hmm. you want to have a more secure living and a living situation for your family. Great. We can have better schools whatever, right? There's a reason behind the why. And that's what we get to on some of these calls. If you schedule with this at execupgrades.com backslash podcast is, Hey, why do you want to upgrade your career now? Well, I hate my job. Okay. Yeah. But what else? And I'll tell you, it's normally you're not living up to your potential most Mm -hmm. of the time, which is painful guys. Painful. painful. Mm -hmm. Imagine how you're showing up for your family. If you know, you're not getting paid what you're worth in the marketplace. Friends make more than you, right? Hey guys, when I ha- hang out with a group of friends, right? Well, you know, I want, imagine being in corporate America, being a director, hanging out with a bunch of friends you went to college with or going to a high school reunion and everyone there is like, you know, VP level makes a lot more than you and you're better than them. That'd be painful. Ouch. Hey, so just to recap for today, Mindset, so important. Why is money important? What can it do for you? Why do you feel you need more money? You have an obligation to yourself and family to learn these strategies quickly so you can get the job and money you deserve. Leading hey, Tim. Yeah. Let me ask you a question before you, before you wrap up because I know everybody's thinking maybe this question because I get this a lot. But 
how far are companies willing to go on average? 20 to 30 percent. Right, when you counter. Okay, so that's what I that's what I wanted you to, to cover as well. So imagine that, guys. If you don't if you don't have someone, you know, helping you through that, again, I, we I know had just... two people in the past two weeks, three weeks. All we did is say, Do you offer a sign-on bonus? And guys, it wasn't in the offer. Do you know what they said? We can throw another twenty-five thousand dollars. It was a two-sentence email. Hey Christina, do you go do you give signing bonuses? Oh yeah, we can do up to twenty-five k. Imagine just twenty-five. What was the, and what was that? Uh, what was that relocation package we just saw? One hundred thousand dollars plus. A lot of these big, medium-sized companies they'll come in, help sell your house, do this, do this, and all of these you know crazy, ridiculous perks. But if leading up to the interview you're not like looking good on paper, knowing how to navigate it, you're gonna have problems when you get to this salary negotiation stuff might not work for you. But remember, when you get to the end, no matter what you say, hopefully you leave me a review and I can email you over that book. I don't want, you know, money or compensation standing in the way of blank. Hey, I'd be happy to hop on a phone and cover the rest, which most of the time they won't. Hey, as always, we're, we're, we're wrapping up now. Um, if you know you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, book a call with our team so we can figure out, hey, what are you targeting? Where do you feel you need the most help? Can we even help you? And if we can, we'll lay out a detailed plan of how we can get there quickly. Until next week, have a great day.